1: Welcome back. I am Seth Liebson. As we head into hour two, uh, this is uh, this is Thursday, May, uh, excuse me, Thursday, March 30th. It's going to be a day to remember because it's an unprecedented day in our politics. It's an unprecedented day in our law. It's an unprecedented day in America. Donald Trump, first president or ex-president to be indicted. He has been indicted by the Manhattan D.A., Alvin Bragg, and his grand jury. Sam Stone is my guest in studio. We'll have some attorneys calling in a little bit later. Sam, of course, uh, among other things, is the uh, co-host of the Breaking Battlegrounds radio show, heard here every Saturday at 3 p.m. Great show. He's also an author over at Substack. What's your Substack? Battle, it's Breaking, Breaking Battlegrounds. Battlegrounds yeah, everything's under that brand. So. Smart stuff. We've been talking about this indictment, taking your calls as well. I have some more stuff to share with you in a moment. Uh, before we go to calls, let me give out the number 602 Zero nine six zero. Sam, you were just kind of sharing with me some big thought stuff, and share it with the audience. If
2: well, yeah, you. I mean, during the break, I was thinking back, and folks, if you remember, during the the period er fairly early in COVID, when the supply chain was really breaking down, you know, was was basically broken, and store shelves were empty everywhere. You had these huge lines, and people really kind of panicking. And I was talking with my Breaking Battlegrounds co-host Chuck Warren about it, and um, you know, he said. I, you know, I'm really. His, he said, "Listen, I'm really worried that we're about to see, you know, violence and real rioting and all these kinds of things. People are start, are getting to the point where they may soon be starving, and you know, I wouldn't want to be around one of these stores with this going on in in like South Phoenix." And I, I said, "No, I, you know, I, I actually wouldn't worry about that." People who are used to hardship aren 't going to be the ones to crack in this situation it 's going to be your upper middle class you know uh, minivan mom types um, because they 've never experienced this before and and when they when you're when you 're talking about protecting your family you know the the of grizzly bear comes out yep. um, and I thought we were very close at that time to a real breakdown in this country where you could have seen really the the dissolution of our society and in, in a an orgy of violence. Um,
1: we this, got through it through the, the skit of our we, teeth. We
2: got through it by the – yeah, people Why do not realize – People do not realize how cl- how, how many – We were edgy. How many roll, rolls yeah. of toilet paper yeah. we were away from right. that. Nice I mean, foot. right? It was, it, was, it was tissue paper thin. Yeah. Um, I think we're there once again, Seth. Yeah. I think this moment just hurtled us right to that moment yeah. where, boy, this is the kind of thing – that could trigger because, you know, Trump and this was very injudicious words of his, you know, that kind of hinted at there could be violence after this. Um, I don't want him saying that, but I, I, I will come out here on air and say it. this is exactly the kind of thing that could could see that wall break. And and if it breaks, if that dam breaks, the outcome will be horrific beyond anyone's imagining.
1: Yeah, Tina called earlier and said she has lived in banana republics and third world countries where this was workaday ho-hum. This is not the state for America. This is not the normal state for America. We weren't meant to live in constant panic and frenzy. Frenzy is a disorder, really, of the mind. It's it's medieval Latin for madness, and we we were not trained or accustomed for this kind of thing. It is not a normal
2: state for us. No, if the law can be weaponized against the president, an ex-president, yeah. everybody understands that they are exactly one bad sentence away from coming under that gun themselves. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly right. I was just reminded by my producer. Uh, it's a horror movie frenzy.
1: Alfred Hitchcock, yes. frenetic. We weren't meant to live frenetically, and no. we are. Tom is in. Uh, Tom is in Omaha. Hello, Tom. Hello, hello, Seth. How are you? Uh, big,
3: big, uh, big Omaha fan, and, and thank you, gentlemen, for the discussion. Appreciate thank it. You.
1: Thank you thank you for uh, I, this. I
3: guess I guess I guess I uh, understand all the uh, emotion of the current drama but I I think I think there's a step down the road and maybe this is getting kind of ahead of the skis but um, that will be when the uh, warrant for the arrest is executed and uh, I'd be interested in your thoughts on um, that part of this transaction going forward and what what could possibly happen in that regard?
2: Well, thanks. Thank you, Tom. Yeah, Tom, it's a great question. Um, I think I think actually that moment's a little protected by the fact that Donald Trump isn't in New York, right? He's in he's in Florida, so you're not going to Alvin Bragg is not going to go down to Mar-a-Lago and slap the cuffs on Donald Trump and drag him out of his his club. Um, they're going to go to New York. Trump will you know hop on his Trump Force One and and go up there and it will be a very staged thing. Um but he will be fingerprinted. But he, but he will he be will, fingerprinted and he, and he will have a photograph. He will have him. a mugshot yeah. taken, you know, they they may. And Trump probably wants them to handcuff him perp walk him in public because I think that again fits his narrative very well and it's not even a narrative. I mean it fits the story that he has to tell of why he was denied a second term of the presidency and deserves a second term now is this political persecution by government at all levels that he has suffered. This is prima facie evidence of its existence. And so I I think this will be a staged, managed moment. It's not going to be a, you know, a riot in the streets moment, that one. But but this is a very...
1: This is a very dangerous moment. You know what will be interesting to me to look forward to, uh, to look for, not forward to, to look for, um, whether Alvin Bragg shows up and has his picture taken at the courthouse steps, courthouse steps. uh, You know, that's the one I'm interested in. Is he going to have his face and does he want to continually be the face of what has taken place here or is he kind of afraid of the demons he's unleashed? I wonder about that one. That's, that's a, kind of interesting. That's a great question, yeah. Seth. That's yeah. a. I, yeah. I mean, I'm kind of going to be standing there strutting and proud like yeah, George gonna, Wallace, you know. Or, cuffs? Yeah, right? exactly. Is, is yeah, he going to be,
2: I, you know, one hand on I, Trump's shoulder, you you the know? other holding the cuffs? I mean, you know, it's,
1: it's a great question, man. Jason's in Phoenix. Hello, Jason. You're on with Sam
2: Stone and me.
3: Hey, first of all, I just want to say that
2: I voted for Sam Stone. Jason, thank you. I appreciate it.
3: Yeah, I like the way you talk. You chime in on world affairs and national affairs as well as the city, and I hope we see a lot more whether it's a congressional
2: run or another shot at city council. I, I'm not going away, so we—I we, don't know the plans yet, but I'm not—I'm not going away, Jason.
3: Oh, awesome. Okay, um, so I guess my question would be that—is um, there any chance that? Uh, Trump would be able to get a change of venue and get him out of New York, or is this a municipal
1: charge? Is this a federal charge? It's a state. It's a. It's a. It's a yeah, no, it's a state law. And 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 I mean, I I don't know why he he necessarily would well, find I, any reason to to have an argument for that on on that behalf. I well, mean, they have
2: the jurisdiction. They, I, there's I, no reason I, not to. I don't know anywhere in the country where Donald Trump can get in a partial yeah, trial. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, literally the jury pool being made up of. The population in a blue state, it's going to be tainted against him, in a red state, it's going to be tainted in his favor. Um, but I think that I think that is a good argument. It, it's it, in this case, actually, it's it's kind of nerve wracking because it's an actually it's an argument for a bench trial. Could be, and and I'm not exactly feeling very secure in the judgment of our judiciary these days either. So yikes yeah yikes all around i this is this is the thing about
1: unleashing demons you don't know which which direction they're going to go you just don't know what what they're going to
2: gnash now at. these things are flying through the air left right and backwards and whose head they're going to take off we, we don't know yet and it may, i don't think it's going to be trump's it's kind of another reason why you don't do this sort of thing you know Peggy Noonan's point. You Pe- don't Peggy do these right.
1: big yeah. cannonballs against these small things that are not crystal clear to
2: people. Well, and and look, I you mean, don't like unpredictability at, in at, this country. At, at the been, end of the day, no matter what, how you try to spin this, nobody other than Donald Trump and potentially Melania or uh, his wife yeah. were—they're the only two who are actually impacted by this. Right. I mean, that's this is. So one, who did he defraud? Right. Who did if he? This do, is a fraud case. Yeah, who who did, did he defraud? He defraud? Yeah. Like. Who's the victim in this? I mean, Stormy Daniels got one hundred and thirty thousand um, dollars. The attorney got paid a bunch of legal fees. Donald Trump paid it out. Who's who has been hurt? And everyone in America knew
1: about it before the first election. Right. So I like, mean, yeah. You know, what is and, the intent to defraud here?
2: It, it, yeah.
1: I don't understand this it's at all. Not really very provable. Jesse is in Phoenix. Hello, Jesse.
3: Hey, how are you doing, ben?
1: We're fine, thank you, sir.
3: What a what a world we live in now where good is good is bad and bad is good where they shoot up a school because they didn't
1: Oh you're breaking up a little bit, buddy. Yeah. It's It's
0: unbelievable. It's unbelievable.
1: It's unbelievable again, though, yep. to the point, right, this is I, not what we're supposed to be. This is I, not I what we're used to. I couldn't hear all to. of it was said, but two-tier justice, boy, that is exactly right. That's exactly right. And it needs to go away. One rule for the Greeks and one for the Romans. Um, Boy, yeah. We can't find out who leaked a Supreme Court opinion. Right. We can't arrest people who are breaking the law by threatening the lives and, 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 and threatening
2: assassination of Supreme Court justices. No, we, we can't charge people for burning down federal buildings no. and police stations. No, we can't do that. But this, this
1: in a city that has seen a 30 percent rise in violent crime on this D.A.'s watch. I'm Seth Leeps, and he's Sam Stone. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show. Sam Stone is my in-studio guest, uh, walking and talking through the news here as it's breaking, and grand jury has voted to indict former President Donald Trump. We're in uh, virgin territory here. Mike is in Carefree. Hello, Mike.
3: Hi, right, Seth. Uh, thanks for taking my call.
1: You betcha, sir. How are you?
3: Uh, I had you? A, couple of good, a couple of thoughts. I, I'm reminded of Alan Dershowitz always saying that you can indict a ham sandwich. Yeah. But uh, this it, it, it becomes much more scary when you realize that they're going to add eighty-three thousand uh, IRS agents who have little legal uh, constraint as it is, and if they're going to—they're they're going to. Uh, you mean the kind of IRS Congress. agents
1: that showed up at Matt Taibbi's house while he was testifying before Congress? That kind of show of good Precisely. faith,
3: yeah. Well, considering they're talking about armed IRS agents, yes, not sir. just IRS agents. Yes, sir. And the other question I have is. What do you think uh, they're going to do as a Secret Service for Donald Trump since he's entitled to Secret Service to protect him for the rest of his life when they take
1: him into custody? You know, it's just such an odd damn question to think through. It's just so weird. It's Sam, a great I, point. I, can't, Mike, I, I yeah. can't even envision what this looks
2: like. To no, him. I mean, and that's he will be where, attended to by two agents no, it, minimum throughout the whole. And I hadn't actually thought that through. And no. thank you for bringing that up, Mike. I mean, in terms of I was saying it, it's going to have to be some sort of stage managed type thing. The Secret Service has to be involved in stage managing and they're not going to let this guy get, you know, taken into some (laughs) back room by himself. I mean, you know, uh, they're not going to they're not going to let him get Epstein at Epstein out of jail. no, no, no. My guess is it's a booking
1: and a release, though, Mike, to be honest with you, probably. Probably. That's what I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Thanks probably. For taking my call. You betcha, sir. Keep the faith. You betcha. Always. Uh, Keith is in Atlanta. We've had Omaha. Now we have Atlanta. Hi, Keith. You're on with Sam Stone and myself. Me.
3: Hey, Seth. I just want to say something since it's been a long time since I called you. Yes. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, sir. And if, I tell you, Seth, I have been saying it, and you've heard it from me plenty of times. This is how nutso the left is that they will they have no respect for any laws and that when they break it down far enough that they want to come after each buddy who opposes them they want to i mean it
1: they have they called do. you a fascist keith they have called you a white supremacist they have called you worse than hitler they have called you a racist Keith, um, they're running out of uh, verbal tools, uh, so now they are engaging in the practice of that which you would do against people who are that. Uh, They have told us who they are, and they are showing us who they are. They have told us what they think of us. They are showing us how they think of us and how they plan to treat us. In a certain way, maybe this shouldn't have been surprising, right?
3: Right, and they've even said that they want to go after a thousand more or so uh, J6 people, even if they weren't even around then. They, they uh, The increase of the IRS agents, everything, they have gone too far. And when, when is it going to be the point we need someone who, who is going to say this is enough? Well, someone from the – I mean, Tulsi Gabbard left the party. Someone within that party has got to stand up and say this is
2: enough. There needs We've to be an adult. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think the two people that were those people – stepped aside already. I mean, I think Cinema and Gabbard yeah. and to a lesser extent Manchin, who, you know, I, that guy should just have some courage and and stand out there, but it, that's not exactly been a hallmark of his career. That's right. um, I think the bigger issue is let's say now, I mean, first off, this makes the stakes for the next presidential election that much greater. Yeah. You cannot give but Joe Biden and his administration four more years to dig in. The entire upper layer of soil on this government mm-hmm. i mean what, what you have to do with our federal government right now is nuke the top layer then scrape the soil directly underneath them then you can rebuild because i want to pour salt on it next yeah and rebuild. No, no, rebuild then I pour mean, salt realist, on it then realistically yeah. but that's what you're going to need to do i mean that's what if trump wins that's what he needs to do at this point point. and then you need a doj that enforces the law and a DOJ that enforces the law would then come down on Alvin Bragg and these people who are doing this kind of garbage. Um, it's not going to happen in these blue states. No. We know that. There's not going to be justice coming out of them. You know, yeah, the people who don't like talk of national
1: separation, whatever that means and whatever that entails, and I remind people that doesn't necessarily mean a civil war, but the people that don't like talk of that, who's doing it? Right. Who's doing it? Who's causing it? Joshua's in Gilbert. Hello, Joshua.
3: Hey, thank, uh, thank you, Seth. Thank you, Sam. Hey, uh, by the way, Sam, my best friend lives in Ahwatukee, so I told him to vote for your man. Not sure if he was able to, but uh, I, I told him he did to vote for you. Thank
2: you, man. I appreciate that.
3: Yeah, for sure. Uh, um, you know, I've called Seth about this before, so I'll keep it real brief. Um, you know, for the, for the lay person who's not into politics like us, I use the example of my wife, who's wonderful. We have two very small kids. She's a, she's a nurse. She doesn't get involved in this stuff at all. I'm just afraid, you know, we say, like, oh, this might help him in the election and all. But, you know, when he's on a debate stage or when the layperson hears that Trump has been indicted, like, to play devil's advocate, I mean, that, does, that doesn't seem like a good
4: thing to me. And just to take your comment. I,
2: I I think you're right, except that I think this becomes such big news. And I think the average person is going to understand. OK, so he paid off a porn starlet because theoretically he slept with her and that's embarrassing. Um, yeah, okay. Does anyone really care about that? I, I think I think that's going to undergird this. So I think people will understand that this is an entirely political prosecution or persecution. Um, so I, I'm not as concerned, but that's where I think, as we were saying, um, I do think some of these other cases will now jump on and try to get Trump indicted very quickly to protect Alvin Bragg and his uh, decision to go forward with this, the Democrats will try to play team ball, and then they can say he's been indicted by three different grand juries. Now that's much more powerful than he's been indicted by Alvin Bragg in New York. I can't, uh, Joshua, answer that
1: last hypothetical that Sam put out just yet. I was working on the first one still, <laughs> and my brain isn't moving as quickly as your two, uh, your yours both are. <clears throat> but I do think there is going to be a problem with the hypothetical of someone like your wife when when they say, well, he was indicted. Now, can you explain what he was indicted for? I, I think this is a real problem that you are making, not you, but the system has now brought a legal, a criminal legal charge against uh, the most famous man in, if not America, if not the world, certainly America, has brought a legal, a criminal legal charge against him on something that is not crystal clear, explicable, or even e- even obliquely clear. I mean, you just simply can't explain what this is, not even with pretzel logic. Not, this is not like you're indicting a Kennedy for murder. Exactly right. Th- th- there is, this is not in any sense – that's exactly right. This is, this is not in any sense explainable or explicable. And it seems to me when you do something this unprecedented, this ahistorical – this legal slash political, you better have a you better have an easy time of explaining it. And it's just simply not. It's not explainable and it's not apprehensible. That's the real problem here, Joshua, which is why I'm not sure. While I generally agree with your point, and I've always worried about the hypothetical case of your wife and understanding what is said about Donald Trump. I do agree with Sam. I think this one's a different Different field to play. It's a different field to play. Let me put in a word for our sponsors at Why Refi, by the way. Sam knows them as well as I do. Just great people. If you think the Biden administration has got your back on the economy, what if you could invest in a portfolio that's not correlated to the Biden administration's economy, the market or the Fed? Why, refake, why refi? has a great investment opportunity for you where you can turn your monthly income on or off, compound it whatever you choose, no loss of principal if you need your money back at any time. There are no fees, it is secure, it is collateralized and you can earn an up to 10.25% fixed rate of return, 10 and a quarter percent fixed rate of return. Check them out at investyrefi.com or call them at 888-YREFI-34. Welcome back to The Seth Liebson Show. I knew that uh, when this news broke, there was someone I really wanted to talk to, and that was our good friend Brett Johnson, constitutional and election legal expert. He is a partner with the law firm of Snell & Wilmer. SWlaw.com is their website. Brett, I I, I honestly have to tell you, I I just didn't think this was going to happen. This is obviously that a grand jury in Manhattan has now voted for the first time I guess, in the history of this country to indict a president or former president. Um, take it wherever you want, brother.
4: Yeah, no, a very uh, interesting day. It's historical for sure. Um, and, uh, you know, the details are going to be in the pudding in this one, because obviously we don't know what is in the indictment. Uh, indictment. There's a, a, a lot of speculation in that regards. So we'll obviously have to wait to see um, what happens there. But it, it, this whole process has uh, been something that, that nobody has uh, explored or discussed in previous um, cases. So it's going to be it's going to be uh, um, an, an inter- interesting road over the next few days for sure. And, and unfortunately, it's it's going to be a circus.
1: It's going to be a circus. And uh, yeah. the speculate you're right about the speculation. First of all, I guess I mean it's weird about this rule of law thing. Uh, it's odd that the way we got this was through a leak, and I suppose that's just standard fair at this point when it comes to these kinds of prosecutions but the speculation is that it's something having to do or we at least thought maybe we'll be surprised yet again with falsifying business records no one thought that that could be that could be a case that could be brought here right i mean it's obviously the new york statute not maybe one we know in arizona or maybe it's a similar day in arizona but you have to prove an awful lot and it seems like it seems like these these limitations have told anyway
4: yeah, that that's going to be um, a, a serious issue um, about the tolling aspect of it. And obviously, for any kind of tolling, just make sure we understand: is, is every time there's a continued yeah, action right, right. in support of that, uh, that that initial act, the trigger starts again. The dates are the, the dates are moved back forward, and I'm sure that that had at some at least some analysis. Right. The fact that the grand jury proceedings were leaked that's going to be a a concern in itself because that is possibly a reflection of bias right right away because uh, that means somebody violated their oath that they would not go out and talk about it and they 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 were obviously you know uh, possibly biased. What is also going to come in is to see what evidence was actually presented, and yep. obviously President Trump and will get all of the evidence the transcripts of the grand jury proceedings and A lot of people might not understand grand jury proceedings because they are secret. I yep. mean if you really want to watch a good one go 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 watch old episodes of law and order mm-hmm. they 're actually not that bad in, in actually getting it correct, but it 's really a narrative from the prosecutor who is the only lawyer who's in there who gets to ask questions mm-hmm. and is able to put up on wet- witnesses and basically cherry-pick. There's not a judge who's who's determining what the, jur- uh, the grand jury hears. And no defense counsel to
1: object to anything. The defense is no not defense represented, counsel, okay. right, right.
4: Yeah, right. Defense counsel's outside. You, you have the ability to raise your Fifth Amendment rights, of course, etc. But so you you are up there, and it's a cherry-picked. And so what happens in many cases, especially these high-profile um, cases, is that the transcripts will come out. It'll show that it was a cherry-picked perspective, and that the other side of the equation, and that the judge could do is remand the matter back to the grand jury to allow what evidence was not presented to be presented. Yeah. So that, that's always a possibility, rare, but always a possibility or it could be subject to a, a dismissal in itself. So I think that there's going to be a lot obviously people people like me especially the nerds are going to be going through this with a mm-hmm. fine tooth comb mm-hmm. um on on every little point. Um so but it's 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 um got to remember this grand jury was impaneled by the previous uh, district attorney, uh, was inherited by the current one um and there's been a lot of coordination um, going going forward.
1: Brett, if it is on this business records falsification charge, um, mm-hmm. as I understand it uh, from several degrees of remove, if I understand it, you have to prove an, inf- an intent to defraud. We know Correct. we kind of know who the parties are here. Again, if this is the charge, we kind of know who the parties are here. Theoretically, it's obviously the defendant, Donald Trump. Theoretically, it's Stormy Dan. Where, where, what am I missing? Who, who's been defrauded?
4: Well, you're and, and uh, you know uh, <laughs> Senator Romney. No, Senator 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 Romney once said, you know, corporations are people too, yes, right? right? Right. And and so, to be honest, if if you're looking for an easy victim, it's the corporation. Okay. Um In that the assets were not properly used, it doesn't matter that those assets would have have trickled up to the owner anyway. Okay. Um, but to the extent that it also impacted the books and records yeah. um, concept. That's also concerning, uh, could be concerning. The other thing is, and let's not, let's not forget um, um, the Varsity Blues case, which I always bring up. Oh, can, you, can uh, you
1: stay with me? I have to take a quick break. Can we pick up on sure, that? You, no uh, d- d- great. I know it's a busy day. Brett Johnson is our guest, partner with Snell and Wilmer, swlaw.com. And um, he and I will be right back on this very, to say it no higher, pregnant day in law and politics. We'll be right back. Welcome back to The Seth Leibson Show. Brett Johnson, a partner with the Snell & Wilmer Law Firm, SWLaw.com, is our guest, constitutional election expert and attorney. Brett, talking about the Trump indictment, you were just about to make a a, a reminding point about the Varsity Blues case. This was the college admissions uh, scandal case that involved uh, actresses like Felicity Huffman and Lori Loughlin, et cetera, right?
4: Exactly. Okay. And basically, in state law, mm-hmm. there are obligations that you can't bribe somebody to take some act that they're lawfully able to take. Okay. Now, a, between private parties, and that's called a settlement, right? Mm-hmm. It's not bribery. But to the extent that there is any type of uh, um, untoward payments for somebody not to do something that is in their official responsibility or requirements, such as um, cooperating with government officials, co- cooperating with the Federal Elections Commission, whoever it might be, to report some sort of action, then that could also be a concern. So, again, it's going to be very uh, interesting to see how they weave it because that all would have dealt with back in um, the, the 2016 timeframe. And, again, as you mentioned, the statute of limitations uh, um, issue is going to be coming up, and, and everybody knew about that agreement as sure. it was brought, so why did it take so long? Yeah. So there's there's going to be a lot of procedural um, cases uh, issues here. What, what I would um, equate this to, and I was in law school at the time, um, was uh, is is the OJ case? Uh-huh. You guys might remember that one, right? Yep. I mean, this is going to be bringing out probably the best of the criminal bar, both from the prosecutorial standpoint and and the defense bar, because of the stakes being so high. Um, and, and that's that's exactly how it's going to happen. And it won't it won't be quick. Although uh, anybody, everybody's everybody is entitled to a right to a speedy trial. There are so many moving parts here. I would be shocked. Um, if this case actually uh, went any time within the next year or so, which obviously would then impact uh, the 2024
1: election. But probably... I mean, and I suppose this will be among the other things that gets somewhere, somehow, some way litigated. It, it, it's not necessarily. I mean, a lot of people have speculated they're doing this to prevent Donald Trump from constitutionally running for president. I'm not sure that the Constitution still bars him from running for president with an indictment or a conviction. I, I, the Constitution's silent on that point for the most part, isn't
4: it? It, it is. It is silent on that point, um, and to the extent that. Um, it's meant to try to force uh, President Trump uh, because obviously this is this is going to eat up a lot of his time. Yeah, sure. Um, and and that's that's probably what might be going through M- more of an annoyance.
1: Yeah, more of a distraction. Sure. Yeah. And
4: and, and also uh, if it, it is as politically motivated as obviously the the reports are coming through, um, then that's obviously going to come out during any type of plea negotiations, etc. Um, about what people can and can't do. You see that all the time when a, when a Political um, a person is brought up on indictment, and there is a, an, an obligation that they don't run for for office right. for a certain amount of years or something. Right. So there's a lot of calculations. It's going to be interesting to see how the, the DA's office pulls this one off. Um, y- usually, they're going to have to, again, like I mentioned for the OJ case, they're going to have to bring in specialists to deal with this. Yep. Um, but the logistics alone, just for the arraignment, um, are going to be are going to be crazy. Oh, I they just imagine. got even
1: weirder. I mean, and in a way. I mean, Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, because Donald Trump is a resident of Florida, just tweeted out. I don't know if you saw it. Just tweeted out Florida will not assist in an extradition request given the questionable circumstances at issue with this Soros backed Manhattan prosecutor. Uh, it just got you, the circus got a fourth ring.
4: Yeah. No, it did. It did. And I've actually been involved in similar situations Bam, in dealing here, at least with Arizona and other states, because that's all governed by a compact, which is then ingrained within the state statute. So the governor... Doesn't have as much authority, at Ah. least under the compact that I'm aware of. Florida law may be different, Uh, but we've we've tried this before, and then eventually a Florida in that case a Florida state judge will make the determination. Actually, we've appealed that up um, to to protect some privileges here in Arizona. Let's just put it that way. Um, So so, but the compact would control otherwise. Um, the reciprocity uh-huh. between New York and Florida. And yeah. as, as many people know, there's a lot of uh, snowbirds in yeah. Florida, just like they yeah. are out here in Arizona. Yeah. Um, and, and, they, they, most states are not going to to risk undermining that compact because otherwise, the moving of, of um, basically arresting and moving people who are alleged of crimes back and forth between states could come to a halt. That would be that would be um, an interesting consequence. Let's put it
1: that way. Well, it's I mean I it's hard to envision how this does go down or predict it. Nothing here has been predictable, uh, and I've been as wrong as anyone about my predictions on this. But I'm I'm assuming what happens. Uh, on the day of i'm assuming what happens is he goes in uh donald trump does uh, gets gets the fingerprinting gets the booking and it's probably turned around i mean he's got a secret service retinue they're not going to keep him he, he's in and out probably in a, in a matter of a half an hour is my guess or an hour i don't know what do you think
4: um i i think that you're absolutely correct and especially because of the security concerns yeah, yeah, alone yeah. they may even um if if i was the prosecutor on this I would try to avoid the circus, yeah. and I would uh, um, try to move for it to be virtual. During okay. COVID, there was virtual arraignments all the time, oh, um, and that, in my opinion, would be the smart move here for, for the city of New York. I just don't know if if, if they maybe they want the circus, right? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know.
1: I, don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, I was speculating earlier if there is a circus, if it is all in person. I, I think it's an open question whether Alvin Bragg is going to show his face. Everyone's interested to see Donald Donald Trump's uh, mugshot. but I wonder if Alvin Bragg is going to show his face. He, uh, he 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 may he may be regretting a little bit of what he's unleashing here. I don't know.
4: Yeah, I yeah, and you never know. And, never and know. a lot of times, you although the decision to take something to the grand jury uh, goes on goes all the way to the top. Yeah. Um. You know, the prosecutor is working with the grand jury, and, we, and once the grand jury. Uh, issues out the indictment that now the prosecutor's hands are tied, that prosecutorial discretion that we've talked about before, whether or not to bring charges, you have no
1: choice.
4: So now, you know, the envelope has been opened and it's, time to read what's there. Yeah. That's what's going to happen.
1: Brett, uh, thank you for your time on uh, on this uh, busy day. We have a minute or so left. Any other thoughts you want to share? Anything I haven't thought to bring up? I, I mean, I've just been gobsmacked by this story, so I'm, I'm a little for once without words. But anything else you think we should be on the lookout for or aware of? feel free
4: no and you know i try try my best not to read tea leaves too much once in a while um but you know it it, it's there the indictment's going to come out it will be dissected and until then um it it's best there's gonna be a lot of speculation all over the place and Um, it's going to be it, it, until that day happens when it's finally read. Um, we we won't know much.
1: Do you how long do you think until it is? Do you think we can hold on? I mean, do you think tomorrow is uh, is, the, I, it, is the latest I would or not be, the latest? I
4: would be surprised if it's tomorrow, okay. but uh, for the arraignment, because usually, especially if he's out of town yeah. um, and and doing all the logistics up there. Although the news reports are that the the New York Police Department's already discussing this with the Secret Service. Uh-huh. I would imagine that's going to be an organized next week. Okay. If it were me, I would say that it's virtual and avoid all of it.
1: Yeah, yeah. We'll see who's. But interested. you
4: know, of course, you know, President Trump, he has the right to show up in trial. Yeah, and no, that, and he that, may.
1: Yeah, completely no, he, his. Yeah, no, and he. Yeah, it's exactly right, and he may have his own reasons for wanting to uh, show this. Alan Dershowitz said earlier there will be a mugshot, and it'll be his campaign poster. Maybe so. Yeah. Maybe so. Yeah, absolutely. Brett Johnson from the Snell and okay. Wilmer law firm, S W Law dot com. Thanks, brother.
4: Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. You betcha.
1: Folks, uh, your show from here on out, 602-508-0960. Your thoughts, your takes. We're here for you. We'll be right back. Folks, how do you think the Biden administration is handling the economy or, for that matter, anything else that could affect the economy? You might want to think about investing in a portfolio with a high fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the vicissitudes of the stock market or the Fed or the Joe Biden latest thoughts and attempts to fix or solve or address our economy. It's a portfolio where you know what each monthly statement will look like with no surprises. You can turn your monthly income on or off. You can compound it, whatever you like, and no loss of principal. if you need your money back at any time. Freedom. Your interest is compounded daily. You are paid monthly, and there are no fees. This is a secure, collateralized portfolio that delivers a high Fixed rate of return. Talk to my friends at Y Refi; they're local. You can visit with them. I know them well. They're honest. They're trustworthy folks. You won't get a sales pitch. Y Refi is a due diligence approved firm, and you can earn up to a ten point two five percent rate of return. That's right, a ten and a quarter percent fixed rate of return. Check them out at InvestYRefi.com. That's the word Invest, the letter Y, then refy.com. or give them a call at eight eight eight. Why refi thirty four, give me a call at six zero two five zero eight zero nine six zero six zero two fifty eighty nine sixty. Want to get your thoughts and take and temperature on this um, this day that I think will live in uh, infamy and set a precedent. That's the other part of this. The outrage is one thing. The uh, inability for us to plumb the depths of our the source deeply enough to find the right words for it are one thing, but think now too of the precedent. Think of the precedent. This is the first time in what two hundred and forty some odd years, two hundred and forty years that a president, sitting or not, has been indicted um, over what seemed to be at best inexplicable peccadillos—a misdemeanor. Uh, if you can get through some of these statute of limitations and other problems that affect. Or would affect the charges that we think the grand jury has perpetrated if 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 a grand jury in in a city like Manhattan can do this to a president uh, think think of what we are now unleashing in the politicalization of our court system and our grand jury system, our district attorney system, our prosecution system. We are entering into a weirdly odd and new territory. Robert Jackson addressed this, uh, my favorite Supreme Court justice. In talking about the dangerous powers of a prosecutor who, in, quoting Robert Jackson, will pick people that he thinks he should get rather than pick cases that need to be prosecuted. We can talk about more of this on the other side of this break. We are live with you, available for you and to you at 602 508 Give me a call. We'll be right back.